minute and a half. Yeah, I'll waffle for a minute and a half. Yeah, well, I'm not going to cut that song in half so Joy can get this desk right now. <laughs> so next week I shall play the two that I kept back from this week. I'll be playing Epona and uh, Brawl after their gig on Friday night. So here we go. And we're going to be talking about anger today. Have you got songs to do with anger? Yes, there will be songs to do with anger. <laughs> Right, I shall let her take over now. <laughs> Ego. <laughs> what not? Waffle today. From Cathkin to Camus Lang, from Rutherglen to Halfway, and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Camwin Radio. 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. your story.
Have you been feeling tense or angry recently? I know I have for a whole lot of reasons. It does seem to be on the increase. And today on Telling Your Story, we're going to talk about anger. And that's why we started with that classic track from Oasis, Don't Look Back in Anger. Well, my name's Joy and I'm joined by Brenda today as well, who uh, might have a chat later on with some quotes. But we've got an hour of good music themed around emotions and anger and so on, and maybe some of the... um, Ways to manage your anger. And we're here till two o'clock and we will be talking more about the topic. So thank you for joining us and uh, stay with us another 55 minutes. And um, yeah, let's see what we can pick up. Throw it 
Cliff Richard there with We Don't Talk Anymore. Well, you're listening to Telling Your Story on Cam Glen Radio this Sunday, the 29th of October. And we're on between one and two o'clock. So thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, if you're tuning in live um, or indeed if you're listening to the show on our Listen Again facility via our website. Now, today we are talking about anger. So before we we talk about how to manage your anger or how it impacts your your mental health, let's have a talk about what anger actually is. So we did some research and there's a couple of bits and bobs here that we found. Um, One of them is that uh, anger um, has its opposite fear and they're the positive and negative uh, reactions to the existential problem of social hierarchy and associated competition for resources and opportunities. Now, you might not have read that before, but actually what what that's saying is that where there is some kind of um, hierarchy of control, whether you feel you're in control of your own life or, or, or somebody else is controlling your life, that can sometimes lead to fear and anger. And anger can actually be negative. We tend to assume it's negative because it's un- an unpleasant feeling. It can be negative insofar as it is unpleasant for all involved. But it's primarily, primarily positive because anger's goal-seeking and approach-orientated. So basically, if you're feeling angry, um, you, you quite often find motivation to deal with the issue and deal with the, maybe the problems that are, that are um, going on that you're angry about. So anger functions to assert social dominance. In other words, I've got some control here. Um, and detection of anger in others reveals possible challenge intentions. We can see that if we feel a lack of control, indeed have a lack of control over our lives, We might feel more vulnerable and this can lead to feelings of anger that may or may not even be directed at specific people or groups. And the management control of anger is linked to impulsivity, patience and tolerance. I I like looking into the the origins of the words themselves, not just their uh, current meanings, but where did they come from? Um, And the historical linkage of anger and sadness is evident in what's known as the entomology of the word anger. The old Norse word A-N-G-R, which I presume is pronounced anger, uh, was derived from the Proto-Indo-European ang, which is A-N-G-H. And as the root of both anger and anguish, anger, A-N-G-R, meant distress, grief, sorrow, and trouble. The English word anguish has been traced to the Latin word anger. And anger today is understood as an anguished, stressful and troublesome emotional state. So that, that I think can help us understand it a bit more. I mean, sometimes we, um, you know, we think of anger as being quite a, a sort of linear thing. You know, it, it sort of comes on quickly very often. Um, it tends to be Uh, quite intense when it's there, but not always. And it can have a lot of reasons um, behind it and a lot of uh, other emotions that go along with it as well. As we can see, grief, sorrow, distress and so on. And it helps mobilise for potential action to defend yourself. So it's part of your survival mechanism. All of us have that um, ability 
you know, to be angry. It's one of these universal emotions that no matter where you are um, on the on the planet, uh, uh, not only all humans, but actually a lot of animals can also express anger because it's part of self-defense and survival. Um, so it's about defending ourselves. It's about defending our place in the social world at times. It's about asserting our freedom to act or access resources and compete for positions of social dominance. Um, and anger ranges in intensity from mild irritation or annoyance to furious rage. So it might be that sometimes if you're particularly angry about something, you know why you're angry, you can feel rage for that. But on an ongoing basis, if generally there's a lot of things um, going on around you that maybe are making you feel a bit vulnerable and um, maybe sad and a little uneasy, then you can experience this sort of chronic, mild irritation or annoyance. Now, there's lots of reasons for anger. We're going to talk uh, a fair bit more about that, but we're going to have some music next. It's going to be um, Elton John with Sorry Seems to Be the Hardest Word.
seems to me The siren seems to be the hardest word What do I do to make you love me? Oh, what do I gotta do to be heard? Halfway 
from Stonewall to Bankhead and across the south-east of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio. 107.9 FM. Your local station. Yes, this is Cam Glen Radio. You are listening to Tell Your Story. My name's Joy and we are discussing anger today. So we've um, gone through a few a few different aspects of what anger is. Uh, what are some of the reasons for it? Well, there's a normal human emotion that can be useful in certain situations, such as when it motivates you to find solutions to problems or to push for changes in the world. And there's many different reasons why people might feel angry, such as having been treated unfairly or badly by others, difficult experiences in daily life, maybe past experiences, or as a way to cope with other emotions. Recognising the types of situations that trigger anger is the first step to figuring out what is actually causing it and finding a way to make things better. Now, we know, obviously, we're all unique individuals and likewise with the triggers for anger, they can vary from person to person too as they largely depend on individual perceptions and interpretations of situations. However, some common triggers of anger on a day-to-day basis include feeling disrespected, insulted or treated unfairly, situations that evoke feelings of frustration or helplessness, such as being stuck in traffic or facing repeated failures, personal issues like grief, guilt or worry, fatigue, hunger, Ah, yeah, I've I've felt hangry before. <laughs> um, maybe pain, or could even be withdrawal from things like caffeine or nicotine. The next smoker, I know that one. As somebody who does have coffee in the morning, yeah, I kind of know that one too. Um, maybe there's certain medical conditions or hormonal changes. Stress can sometimes lead to um, anger, not feeling appreciated. Financial challenges, so we're getting to some of the perhaps more major issues here. Um, Work or relationship issues, uh, violence or abuse, things like car accidents, bad traffic and so on can lead to anger as well. And, you know, if you've you've ever been in a a bus or a a car, you can look to uh, your left or your right and you might see somebody who use quite clearly, they're in a rush, they're stuck in traffic and you can just see them getting angrier and angrier because there's nothing you can do if you're stuck in traffic. There's nothing you can do to get out of the traffic, put it that way. Now, recognising our personal anger triggers is a first step towards managing this quite potent emotion. And self-awareness allows individuals to anticipate situations that might provoke anger and prepare appropriate responses. It is helpful to remember that anger is a natural, instinctive response to what we perceive as threats. Now, some anger is necessary for our survival. Anger becomes a problem when you have trouble controlling it, causing you to say or do things you regret. And a study from a few years ago, 2010, found that uncontrolled anger is bad for your physical and mental health. It can also quickly escalate to verbal or physical violence, harming you and those around you. So we've talked about some of the, the, the triggers there and, um, you know, as, as you were listening to them, um, you might see how they, they're impacting you at the moment. 
so there could be things on a day-to-day basis or maybe something that builds up over time or it could even be because there's an underlying disorder there such as perhaps um, you know alcohol use maybe even dependency on alcohol maybe clinical depression can lead to it now, anger itself isn't considered a disorder but anger is a known symptom of several mental health conditions now we're not going to go through them all but I think it's worth um, mentioning the anger it's associated with Depression, for example, because depression is actually a very common mental health condition, particularly at the moment. Um, About one in seven of us at any one time experience depression. And anger can be a symptom of depression. It's characterised as ongoing feelings of sadness and loss of interest lasting at least two weeks. Our anger can be suppressed or overtly expressed. The intensity of the anger and how it's expressed varies from person to person, as we've said. Now, before we, we move on, we'll listen to another bit of music. I just want to talk about sadness, particularly at the level of grief. Now, although that's not a, you know, a clinical mental health condition, it's something that we, we often experience because grief is about loss. It can be loss of people. It can be loss... Um, of maybe our health, uh, our energy, maybe loss of sensory or motor capability, uh, loss of money or treasure, even loss of one's homeland. And any of those can activate a kind of anger-aggression syndrome. Uh, Sadness functions as the basic emotional reaction to, to that loss, be it temporary or permanent, imagined or real, physical or psychological of valued informal social relationships. So it's no wonder that quite often uh, you, you find that anger sits along other things that are going on in our life. Uh, as normal as anger is, and I think we should all, you know, be, be aware of that for our, for our own well-being as well as uh, understanding what's going on with other people too, excessive anger can cause problems and lead to physical and mental health issues. And we're going to talk a bit more about that. But uh, I think, first of all, we'll have some more music. Telling your story with Joy Mitchell. Well, you know you make me want to shout. Look my I want you to know I said I want 
with shout there okay so you are listening to telling your story my name is joy and we are talking about anger so just before lulu um we were we were talking about how uh, excessive anger can sometimes cause problems and lead to physical and mental health issues so uh let's have a chat about that i mean when anger gets out of control um and turns destructive it can lead to problems at work and personal relationships and in the overall quality of life so it's um you know, it can have some immediate impacts, but it can have some longer term, fairly serious impacts as well. It can be destructive when it doesn't find its appropriate outlet and expression. So if you feel anger, it's important to express it in some kind of way. In its strong form, anger impairs one's ability to process information and exert our sort of cognitive control over one's behaviour. It causes a reduction in our ability and the accurate processing of external stimuli, making it harder to think straight and make realistic risk assessments. So you can see how there's a kind of downward spiral here. If you're feeling angry, it can impact your, your perceptions and your ability to uh, sort of rationalise what's going on. So you might actually think that what's going on around you um, is something to, to be angry about. And it may be, but it's also important to try and um, sort of think clearly about situations. When it becomes uncontrollable or it's expressed through unhelpful or destructive behaviour, it can lead to mental health problems like depression and anxiety, or it can make existing problems worse. It's important to control anger before it controls you. So, um, some of the some of the symptoms of sort of ongoing anger. Uh, I mean, there can be physical and emotional symptoms. And while it's normal to experience these symptoms on occasion, a person with anger issues where there's maybe chronic anger tends to experience these things more often and to a more severe degree. So, uncontrolled anger can have both short-term and long-term effects on physical and mental health. Some of the long-term effects of uncontrolled anger in, uh, includes increased anxiety. Now, chronic anger can lead to increased anxiety, which can make it difficult to perform routine tasks and can therefore add to generalised anger about life. 
can also impact high blood pressure, the constant flood of stress chemicals and associated metabolic changes that go on with um, ongoing unmanaged anger can eventually cause harm to many different systems of the body, including the cardiovascular system. It can produce headaches. Unmanaged anger can cause headaches which can be short-term or long-term. Likewise, with digestive problems, unmanaged anger can cause digestive problems such as abdominal pain and IBS, cramps and so on. And it can impact your sleep and it can lead to insomnia or um, poor quality of sleep, maybe waking up in the middle of the night, waking up when there's any noise around or or light, um, you know, light sleep and, you know, uh, not that it's an issue at the moment, but light mornings as well um, it can impact you. And with depression, depression and anger go hand in hand and can cause a revolving cycle that's hard to break. Lashing out in anger can lead to alienation, feelings of guilt, which can lead to depression. And also the skin problems, such as eczema and so on, as well as acne and, and um, other skin uh, uh, problems. And ultimately, it can lead to heart attack and stroke. Chronic anger can increase the, the risk of heart, heart attack and stroke in the ways that we've looked at, you know, increased stress, um, poorer quality of sleep, high blood pressure and so on. Now, with physical symptoms, it can affect different parts of your body, including your heart, brain and muscles. It can cause an increase in testosterone levels and a decrease in cortisol levels. Um, some of the physical signs as well as increased blood pressure it could be that your heart rate goes up maybe you get a tingling sensation in your fingers maybe there's muscle tension and it can impact you emotionally as well there's a number of emotions that go hand in hand with anger some of which we've already kind of looked at in terms of fear and so on you may notice that um, the following emotional symptoms might occur before, during or even after an episode of anger. So things like irritability, frustration, anxiety, rage, stress, feeling overwhelmed. And I think that links with feeling out of control as well, which is where we started with all of this. Feelings of guilt. So anger itself, particularly if it's not expressed appropriately, can lead to lots of problems going forward. And we're going to talk about ways you can manage your anger going forward. Um, but I just want to mention these anger issues types because anger can manifest itself in a number of different ways. Not all anger is expressed in the same way. Anger and aggression can be outward or it can be inward or passive. Now, if it's outward, that involves expressing your anger and aggression in an obvious way. So you know you're angry. People around you know you're angry. Uh, this can include behaviours of shouting, cursing, throwing or breaking things. Or being verbally or physically abusive towards others even. Maybe it's inwards. And this type of anger is directed at yourself. It involves negative self-talk. Denying yourself things that make you happy. Or even basic needs such as food. Self-harm and isolating yourself from people or other ways anger can be directed inward. Or it might be passive anger. This involves using subtle and indirect ways to express your anger. 
So examples of that could be giving someone the silent treatment, sulking, being sarcastic and making snide remarks. So you can see that anger is something, yes, it's universal. We, we all feel anger at times and it's important to be aware of some of our triggers. And not only that, but the type of anger we're experiencing. Because what we want to do is express that anger, but express it in a way that's appropriate, proportionate and you know, healthy for, for yourself and, and everyone around you. So we're going to talk more about that after some more music. Ah, I think we'll go with a little bit of blues. Here is Junior Wells with So Sad This Morning.
there's something really, really nice about uh, blues music that, that seems to work best when you are feeling sad. It's almost like the, I don't know, the homeopathic <laughs> uh, version of music. That if you're feeling sad, uh, you take a little bit of sad music, it actually makes you feel better. I don't know, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Because <laughs> blues music does exactly that. It doesn't make you sadder. It makes you feel as if you're not the only one that feels that way, which can help um, alleviate some of the sadness. Anyway, so we were going to be talking about um, you know, managing your anger issues. So there's a, a, a couple of uh, important points to make, first of all. So... You need to work out if you've got anger issues. Not just that you get angry at things that weren't being angry, because we, we all do get angry, but what, what if it's issues that maybe you're you're angry when there isn't actually a trigger going on, or you know, maybe it's become a chronic anger because you've gone down that, that downward spiral and you've almost got stuck in it. And you may have anger issues if you feel angry often. You feel that your anger seems out of control. Maybe your your anger is impacting on your relationships. Your anger is hurting others. Maybe your anger causes you to say or do things you regret. Or perhaps even you're verbally or physically abusive because of your anger being out of control. Now, if you believe your anger is out of control or negatively affecting your life or relationships, you can consider seeking help from a mental health professional, your GP, Um and, you know, sometimes that can be a good place to start. Remember what we were saying about, uh, you know, your anger may come from, um, a, you know, a sort of underlying clinical mental health condition. And a mental health professional can, can help you work through that. Uh, anger management can also include one or more of the following. So there's relaxation techniques, which is something you can learn from a mental health professional or... Um, a service, maybe there's behavioural therapy. Um, it could potentially be that there's medications there if you're diagnosed with uh, particular conditions. And there's anger management classes as well, and they can be taken in person, by phone or online. And uh, There's support groups available. But what can we do ourselves? Well, it can be challenging to to manage, uh, but there are several strategies that can help. Now, some of the ways you can cope with chronic anger, uh, other than being aware of your triggers, uh, be aware and mindful of those triggers, and that might make a difference because the first step of managing chronic anger typically involves knowing what causes it. So you can either address it or you can avoid it or you can um, prepare for it. You know, perhaps um, think of different ways that you can uh, approach the situation. You can engage in a healthy lifestyle. As we know, an unhealthy lifestyle uh, can impact your, your uh, emotions. It can impact you physically. It can impact you mentally, mentally and indeed your behavior and socially as well. And of course, it can make managing anger and other negative emotions more difficult. Now, staying healthy typically involves eating nutritious foods, getting enough sleep, exercising regularly and avoiding excessive drug and alcohol use. It can be challenging to make changes in lifestyle, but doing so may play a valuable role in gaining control of chronic anger. Or you can discover a healthy outlet. So perhaps a healthy outlet for chronic anger, um, you know, could be that, 
you know, thinking before you speak or taking a time out, um, maybe identifying possible solutions, like instead of focusing on what made you angry, work on resolving the issue at hand. Mm, does your child's messy room make you upset? Well, close the door. Is your partner late for dinner every night? Well, schedule meals later in the evening or agree to eat on your own a few times a week. Also understand that some things are simply out of your control and try to be realistic about what you can and cannot change. Now, we mentioned relaxation techniques and uh, that's a, another way um uh, both in the sort of short term to control any sort of rising anger that you, you're becoming aware of or indeed ongoing anger issues. So to practice relaxation techniques, you can use things like deep breathing, where you're breathing in slowly and breathing out slowly, doing that, uh, you know, half a dozen times. And that just kind of takes the edge off how you're feeling at the, the time. Or maybe there's meditation and there's classes for that. Or you can even think about something like yoga. And that can help you manage your stress overall as well as reduce some um, anger. Or you can use a grounding object. Maybe keep a small object with you to hold and focus on when you feel angry. For example, you could use a marble or maybe some sort of fidget toy or a piece of um, fabric. You could even keep notes on your phone or reminders to yourself about what to do when you feel angry. There's a whole list of these. And I think what we'll do is we'll put some of these on our Facebook page, which is Delve Your Story at Cam Glenn Radio. And we'll do that later on today after um, after the show. But um, oh, we're about 11 minutes to two o'clock. It always goes so quickly. <laughs> I think what we'll do is we'll have another bit of music and then we'll bring Brenda in for some quotes about anger and uh, then have a, a final track to take us up to two o'clock and after. Alan Stevenson will be with us after that. But here's Sue Thompson with Sad Movies Make Me Cry. Sad movies always make me cry. He said he had to work, so I went to the show.
From Aristotle, anyone can become angry. That is easy. But to be angry with the right person and to the right degree and at the right time and for the right purpose and in the right way, that is not within everybody's power and is not easy. The more anger towards the past you carry in your heart, the less capable you are of loving in the present. And another one, speak when you are angry and you will make the best speech you will ever regret. That's the end of my quotes. Well, Brenda, they were fantastic, and I think they really um, sum up well what we've been talking about today. I think the, the one from Aristotle was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> really thought-provoking stuff, so thank you very much for that. And now that's bringing us to the end of the show. We'll finish off with one particular track called... Rise, it's Public Image Limited. I have to say, it's one of my favourites. Um, and what it talks about is anger being an energy, and I don't think we should forget that as well. It can be an energy for good use. <laughs> Use it appropriately. Um, but before we go on to that, just want to say thank you so much, everybody, for listening in today. Uh, check our Facebook page a little bit later on today. We'll, we'll put up the Listen Again link for this show and um, maybe pop another couple of uh, points that we didn't have time to cover today in that. Please feel free to make some comments on that or add your own quotes or maybe even and add a little bit of your own story that would be fantastic you can put that in um, as a, a comment so thank you to you for listening thank you so much Brenda for, for being um, part of the show today uh, sitting with me keeping me really good company helping with all the research for the, for the show some of the music as well and of course sharing those excellent quotes uh, with the, the, the listeners so remember we've got lots coming up on Cam Glen Radio today. Uh, stay with us. Um, coming up at 
two o'clock. I'm looking at the clock there going, that's not right. <laughs> it says five to three. <laughs> it's not five to three. It's five to two just now. So stay tuned for Alan Stevenson coming up next. A wee bit later, we'll have Frank Murphy with Hot Wax. And we've got some excellent stuff later on tonight as well. Ali Braidwood um, and lots of other good music. So for now, uh, thanks again for listening. Here is Public Image uh, with Rise and Anger is an Energy. Bye. Be